Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to be reading in the uh, the New Testament book of First John, chapter four, and we'll be reading in verses one through six on denying the incarnation, and verses seven to twenty-one, God's love and ours. And the title uh, that I put on uh, for this section will be God's Love and Ours. Before I get started, I'd like to read to you what uh, what the Bible is. I I got this from um, Dr. Vodi Bakum. And it's and it, what the Bible is, and it's an accurate depiction of uh, what the historical facts are. And here we go, the Bible. A reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 books, volumes of books, a span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. And that is that. Now, let's get into our study for today. So I'll be reading out of the NIV, the New International Version, 1 John uh, chapter 4, and starting in the, uh, excuse me, First John, chapter 4, verse 1. And let's get started. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many f false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, verse 3. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Now, when they mean Antichrist, Antichrist means denying Christ. So it's Antichrist, denying Christ. So for those that reject Christ and deny Christ, that's the spirit of Antichrist. That means that they're rejecting God. Okay, let's continue in verse 4. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Verse 5, they are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. We are from God and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. And that's pretty clear what we just read. Okay, the next section will be uh, verses 7 to 21. This will be the last section for this reading. And it's God's love and ours. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Verse 8, whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Uh, verse 9, this is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world, that we might through that we might through him. So let me go back over again to verse 9. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. 
and verse 10, this is love, not what we, uh, verse 10, this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Let me stop there, you see, because we are wicked. Uh, we are depraved human beings. You know, we. I hear a lot of people talk about how, oh, they got a good heart and all that. No, because in Jeremiah, it says very clearly uh, that the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? So, no, we're actually wicked. You see, we're separated from God by sin, which was brought in from Adam and Eve uh, because they disobeyed God. And from that point, uh, Adam and Eve was the first two that God created. First, God created uh, Adam from the dirt, and he breathed life into him, and then he created uh, Eve as a helpmate from his rib. And then you ask, well, how do you know that's true? Because the Bible says it is. You know, uh, you know and I get this a lot. It says, well, I can't believe the Bible. It's a book. Man read it. Well, no. According to what it says, is man inspired by God. But if you go to use that mindset, then why do you read anything? If if because man's wrote, uh, if you have a book, it's because man made it, uh, or because uh, man had wrote it and then he made, then he made the book or wrote it down or put it on paper or something. So if you got that mindset, then how can you go through life believing anything? Then so. So to me, God's proved himself. And plus what I just read, what the Bible is, it gave you all the facts. And it had eyewitnesses with that. You have a lot of books that don't have it. Just some guy, just, some person decided to write a book. Whether it's male or female, they just got it in writing. How you know it's factual? If you, if you want to know it's factual, you got to go and see where they got their facts from. So you can't use that, uh, that mindset. Uh-uh. Because then you'll just be a complete idiot, you know? Okay, so let's continue. Starting at verse 6. Uh, no, uh, verse 11, I'm sorry. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Verse 12. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives, us, uh, lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Verse 13. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us his, his spirit. Verse 14. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Verse 15. If anyone acknowledge, acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. Verse 16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Verse 17. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. And uh, the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Let's stop there for a minute. So what I have noticed, especially in the current days that we're living, with all the fear that's being promoted and pushed, 
so they can control people because you have some wicked politicians right now who are, and this is all over the world, not just in America, but they're pushing an agenda of fear because if you're walking around scared and doing everything scared and in fear, they can control you. And that's why, that's why Satan, the devil, does not, who works through these evil people, who's given themselves over to, to Satan, this is why they want to do complete and control and to make you a slave. Because when you're walking around in fear and you can't hardly function, then you have become a slave to Satan without you even realizing it. But that's how it is. But when you realize that um, you have broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, we all have. So you've broken God's law, the Ten Commandments, therefore you're guilty. You know, have you ever lied, stolen? It don't matter what kind of lie it was. It don't matter if you took a paper, a clip or whatever. It, it, it doesn't matter as far as stealing goes. It doesn't matter how much it's worth. And for lying, it doesn't matter if it's a, a small lie or big lie or whatever. Whatever your intent was, it doesn't matter. Have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you committed adultery in your heart. And that's just three of the commandments. So we're all guilty. We're all guilty. And until we understand that and we realize that, then we come as a child. That means we come knowing we've broken God's moral law and we're guilty and on the way to hell. We come to Jesus with a sorrowful, contrite heart. You repent of your sins. You ask God for forgiveness of your law-breaking because we've broken God's moral law. Then you put your trust in Christ alone, in Jesus alone. It's kind of like if you're on a plane, it's about to crash, and somebody gives you a parachute, and you have people on the plane that's drunk, and they're just making fun of you and stuff. You don't care because that parachute is going to save you from the jump to come, right? Well, Jesus is going to save you from the judgment to come. Therefore, when you know that, then you go to stay with Jesus because he's going, to, he's going to save you from the judgment and you'll be able to go to heaven forever. <clears throat> That's why true Christians, true Christian believers, will not walk around in fear because they have Christ. If you live, it's, if you live, it's for Christ. If you die, it's gain because you're going to heaven. That's why we don't fear. True Christians. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Um, verse 19, we love because he first loved us. Verse 20, whoever claims to love yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Verse 21, and he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. That's pretty straightforward, I would think. Don't you agree? Okay, I'm going to give you some scripture now. First John chapter 1, verse 8, King James Version. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. First John chapter 2, verse 4, King James Version. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. First John chapter 2, verse 6, King James Version. He saith, he that saith, he abideth in him, 
ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. He's talking about Christ walked. So we need to walk as Christ did. First Peter chapter 3, verse 15, King James Version. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm giving you the reason for the hope that I have so you can have the same hope and you can leave this world alive. That means spiritually alive. Your body's going to die no matter what, but your spirit will live on. Where are you going to live? Heaven or hell? It's just that simple, just that plain. Okay. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 to 26, NIV. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Verse 25, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. Verse 26, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Romans chapter 3, verse 19, NIV, International Version. Now... We know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. That means if you have not, if you're rejecting Christ or you have not repented of your sins and put your trust in Christ alone, that means you're still under the law and therefore guilty. Because you see, there's nothing we can do that's good enough for God. That's why Christ had to come and be the one-time sacrifice so now he is the bridge to God in heaven. But unless we come to that bridge and cross that bridge, that means that's a metaphor for, for realizing you've broken God's moral law, therefore guilty, and on the way to hell. So you come with a sorrowful, contrite heart, knowing that you've broken the laws. And then, then you repent, you ask for forgiveness, from all your sins, and then you put your trust in Christ alone. From that time, you keep, you start reading the Bible daily without fail and do what it says. Find a good Bible-believing teaching church to join, to be a part of, so you can learn and grow. It's just that simple. It's not that complicated. But people, people love to make things complicated. You know, it's also a bit of control when things are that complicated because it's unnecessary to be that complicated. Salvation scripture. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt be, believe in, this is Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James Version, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead that shall be saved with the heart. May believe us on the righteousness of the mouth, confession is, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. It's just that simple. So it says here, let me go over a few of the commandments again. Um, the ninth commandment, there's ten commandments. So the ninth commandment, you shall not bear false witness. That means lying of any kind. Um... Let's go to uh, the Seventh Commandment. You shall not commit adultery. And that's looking at another person with lust. So that means in your mind, you've already had sex in your mind and stuff. We've done that. Come on now. Uh, 
the sixth commandment is you shall not murder. Jesus says if you hate somebody in your heart, you've already committed murder in your heart. You see, God's standards are so, so high and ours are so, so low. It's just that simple. Therefore, what? We're guilty. We need of a Savior, so that's why you need to, right now, come with a sorrowful, contrite heart, knowing that you've broken God's moral law, you're guilty. And come to Christ in repentance. And that's sorrowful, asking God for forgiveness of your sins that you've committed before Him, of the law-breaking that we've done. And then you put your trust in Christ alone, in Jesus alone. And from that day... And from then, you start reading the Bible daily without failing. That's how you grow and learn. You also need to find a good Bible-believing, teaching church. It's kind of hard to find, but there are some out here to be part of. Okay, I'm going to give you some resources. You can watch this on YouTube, and you can look them up online. And some of them have their websites that I'm going to give you. Dr. Vody Bauckham. Uh... R.C. Sproul, Ligonier Ministries. He's online and YouTube. Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, answersingenesis.org. Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com. And he goes over uh, American uh, Christianity and the history. Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org. Um, and also... Apologia Studios is on YouTube also. And you can go to their website, apologiastudios.com, and you can listen to them on Apple Podcasts, the audio. And if you go there, the Greg, Dr. Greg Bonson uh, had passed. He was, he was a great seminary professor, and his family gave all of his teaching recordings to Apologia Studios, uh, Pastor Jeff Durbin. And you can literally go on their website and you put in Greg Bonson or Bonson U. And it'll pull it up, and you can literally get a free seminary education. And if you'd like to converse with, um, correspond with me or, or with the ministry, uh, and if you need a Bible, just let me know. Uh, our email is all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. Our website is it's all lowercase Bible education institute dot webnode. W-E-B-N-O-D-E dot com. And you can also find us on YouTube Rumble. And uh, the audio platforms is uh, Helium Radio, Radio Network. You can find out online. And you can go to heliumradio.com. Also Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes. Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and others. And here's some good good teachers you can find on YouTube. Uh, again, R.C. Sproul. Um, and also... Pastor Jeff Durbin, uh, Dr. James White, Pastor Joel Webon, uh, Webin, W-E-B-O-N, with Right Response Ministries, Doug Wilson, and Gary DeMar. Good resources, good resources.
So until next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says.